Alright guys, sorry to interrupt um, this episode, but I just wanted to have a quick little intermission here. And I just wanted to let you know that I actually have made a audiobook and it's out on, on, on Audible right now. It's called Cupid's Resonation. It's about finding love and relationships. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll leave the link in the description and then you guys can go check it out. Alright, that's it. Continue with the episode. Alrighty, what is up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of I Read It So You Don't Have To. So in today's episode, we're still going to keep going with the book when the Air Force Flat. We are almost done with the book. I think there's two or three more chapters left and then we'll be finished with the whole book. Um, very excited about it, but let's continue with today's chapter. So today's chapter is called Who's Your Daddy? And basically the idea is... Um, is about telegony, which basically is the theory of um, you should choose your partners wisely because the offspring will inherit characteristics even from the previous sexual partners. So, sounds pretty interesting, and let's get right into it. Um, yeah, so obviously humans were programmed to procreate. Um, people start families and then they have children to pass on their genes or DNA. Um, but one of the theory or one of the scientific theories of, called telegony suggested that you can, the, the offspring that you bear can inherit characteristics from all of your um, sexual partners. And this theory kind of dates back all the way to like Aristotle. Um, was mostly uh, from like noble families. That, that like noble families usually used were believed in telegony for the most part. And what the idea said was that the first partner for the woman is the most strongest partner. So the offspring will have majority of DNA from the first partner and then every other subsequent partner later will have less and less imprint um, but this theory was obviously um, not true but at that time people did believe it and there were some cases where it kind of happened and then more people started to believe in telegony. So for example, in 1984, when DNA was finally invented, um, people started to believe it even more because in May of 2009, uh, a woman called Mia Washington from Dallas, Texas, she had twins, but each twin were from a different father. They had different genetic DNA or genetic combination from two different fathers, which basically meaning kind of which kind of supports the theory of telegony um so what had happened was mia was having an affair when she was pregnant with two with two men and then due to the sperm being able to stay alive um up to five days both of the men had fertilized an egg and then they had twins um, be, due to the fact that they were all from black origin, uh, when the babies were born, there wasn't any alarms because they were all black. 
um, it was not until 11 years later when there's like a health checkup where they found different DNA and then they found out that the twins were actually not from the same father. So another case also happened that's really similar, but th this one was in Berlin. This was after the war, after World War One, I, I believe, or World War Two, one of those. Um, so a German woman was sleeping with their German lover, as well as a black American soldier. And obviously, when the child, the children were born, one was white and one was black. So. It does seem, from from these examples, it does seem telegony was real, but more needs to be proven for it to, to last. And of course, like since it's starting Aristotle's time, a lot of different religions or different societies have different ideas of telegony. So the ancient Jewish tradition was that if your husband, if the husband died, then the brother would marry the, the widow and this was kind of due to the biblical character called onan in the bible and he had to do the same thing he had to marry his brother's widowed wife um so the kind of the idea of this is in the torah law um one of the thing one of the law was called eba marriage so basically is if the woman is widowed at a childbearing age, then the brother of the deceased would marry her. Um, and the idea is because the child is has genetic DNA from the brother, then the closest genetic DNA person would like kind of step in and then take his place. That that was the main idea. So that's why the brother would usually marry the, the deceased wife and then bear the children. Um, in medieval England, the theory was also very strong, um, mostly in, in noble and royal families. So for example, um, Edward, the Black Prince, he was going to marry Joanne, which was, who was the fair maid of Kent. And, and Joanne was not of noble family and was more of just a commoner at that time. And telegony during the medieval England were saying um, that you should probably marry a virgin because if if the woman is not, then your your imprint basically won't be as strong as the ones from previous before. And Joanne was already married at twelve and then married again at twenty, so what the family or what the, the the royal family was saying Joanne obviously had sexual experience and she was also a commoner as well so she was not fitted to marry Edward um, but there were there is a ritual called morganatic marriage where it's um, where the groom side have to have to give a single gift to the bride in the morning after the wedding night and then it kind of means like yeah then then they're married uh, this is mostly used towards commoners at that in the medieval times and basically saying the woman the gift to the woman will, will be the only thing that the woman could benefit so i believe she won't have the like the, the child won't have any rights to the throne or to any linear um 
family benefits, basically. Um, and a lot of people actually have went through morganatic marriages. Um, so, for example, Austrian Archduke Franz Ferdinand. So he was the heir to the Austro-Hungarian throne, but was assassinated in 1940, 1914, which what led to the First World War.、Um, he wanted to marry Sophie Kotek, which was, who was obviously a commoner,、uh, and then his father finally agreed to go through a morganatic marriage, and then that was that. Uh, the British King Edward VI also wanted to to wed in,、uh, a divorced a divorced woman,、um, but the Prime Minister at that time didn't allow it. So Edward decided to resign from the throne and become a commoner himself.、Um, so the idea was more supported when the English philosopher and biologist Herbert Spencer. He was the one that was responsible for coining the term "survival of the fittest." He also believed in that theory, as well as Arthur Schopenhauer, who was a philosopher as well. But they are not really credible because Schopenhauer had a really questionable ideas of of women, and Spencer also believed in phrenology, which is. The idea that your skull can tell characteristics about you, which was totally wrong, and I have an episode on that. So if you want to check that out, I believe it's the first episode. It's chapter one.、Um, so Darwin kind of also believed it、um, due to a case、um, in in Morden's mare. In yeah, but let's get right into the case. So in 1821, George Douglas. So he was the Earl of Morton, and one day he was he was walking, and then he found a quagga, which is an extinct type of zebra.、Um, and what happened was there was a mare.、Um, so the mare was breeded with a white stallion.、Um, At that time, and then I believe what the story goes as the story goes, the mare also had sexual relationship with the quagga, and then and then the mare also had sexual relationship was with the white stallion, and then they bore children. So the children or the foals born to to the mare and the white stallion had similar striped markings on the leg, just like the quagga. So Douglas. Basically, said he found the evidence to support telegony, and obviously people believe that, and Darwin even believed that, and he mentioned it in in his book on the origin of species. Yep. So obviously, now that there's evidence of the of telegony, many. Many elements rose, and of course, racist elements were one of the major ones.、Um, so, in the Ku Klux Klan, oh, they were saying if if a white girl kissed a black man, and then they will contaminate their fertility, and then they were likely to have a black kid, even if they were married to a white man. And then in 1900s, when Gregor Mendel discovered the when Gregor Mendel 
discover the theory of inheritance, and then they start, and then genetics finally came to place. That was the time when Telegoni finally kind of died down. And then Mendel's experience obviously proved that inheritance are from um, the present or the most current parent and not from previous partners. Um, but even though Telegoni had disappeared majority, um, it still existed and still has a supporter. So of course, Ku Klux Klan is, was a big supporter. Hitler was also a big supporter as he wanted to get the perfect race. So he told German women to avoid any kind of non-Aryan people using the Telegoni theory. And even in 2004, um, the Russian Orthodox Church also had an article called Virginity and Telegoni. And it, and it was still the idea that young girls should caution themselves and select the right partner. <clears throat> and even to this day, Telegoni still exists in dog breeding as well. Um, and it was said that if, if the mother was contaminated by any other litter or any other type of dog, then she would not be able to breed her own or the genetic combination of the breed would not be as uh, pure as the ones before. Alright, so that's it for today's episode. Pretty interesting chapter. Um, make sure to follow the podcast for more interesting episodes. And we're almost done with the first book. And I'm really excited about that. But we probably have like three more chapters. Alright, I'll see you guys tomorrow.